0: Shit, it's the nostalgic fright, a podcast from Patrick and Ring. We like
1: movies,
0: TV, and games, junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Nostalgic fright. Mash. It's the nostalgic fright. Nostalgic fright. Mash. It's the who Gostalgic fright. Nostalgic fright. The mash. It's just fright. He did the mash. Okay, it's the monster mash.
1: Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front Podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. I'm Brandon Ream. I'm Brandon Ream and I'm hosting this part by myself. It's alright. Everything's cool. Uh, We're doing like a split EP, you know? That's what we're doing now. I'm all for it. Uh, also, in case anybody was asking, because nobody's asking, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a sweater. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, this is it, man. This is, this is what it would be like if I had my own podcast by myself with uh, no one to derail. No puns to interject, I can't interject myself. I've tried it's hard, you can't um yeah, so uh basically, I'm just gonna be going over the horror movies that I've been watching this week you know um it's been pretty cool It's been pretty cool me and the misses Daniel I'll, I'll learn her last name eventually, you know, uh, we're gonna be together for a while. So, uh, but, uh, we've been watching the horror movies. I like the horror movies who doesn't, uh, well, you know, some people don't, I guess, but, uh, I like them and, uh, we're trying to knock out 30 here in the month of October and, uh, hold on. I'm pulling up the, her account because it's got a Instagram post that has the entire list. I'm sorry, man. You know, typically I just sit back and let Patrick carry the entire fucking thing. And then I just listen to a word and, and make a dumb, dumb joke about it. That's all I'm good for. Like right now I have to do 15 minutes. And I swear I only got eight. It's getting rough out there. Um, So to get ready, I've had uh, a couple uh, seasonal Brooklyn Oktoberfest beers. 12 fluid ounces. I don't know why they call it 12 fluid ounces. It's always the same, you know? What's fluid about that? It's always 12 ounces beer. Get your shit together, you know? Hold on one second. So anyways, this is where we, uh, went first night me and the missus. We watched, uh, the Hills have eyes and boy, let me tell you had nothing to do with Super Mario world. That's the only place I know where the Hills have eyes, but, uh, West Cravens, the Hills have eyes pretty decent, pretty decent. It's kind of old. And uh, basically what you got is a family breaks down in the middle of the desert. And uh, god damn it, wouldn't you know it? The desert is inhabited by cannibals. Cannibals who have been radioactively altered by the military testing site within that little desert. So they they kill a couple of the people which uh sucks for the people that get killed, and then uh the people that get that didn't get killed of the group uh go and attack go and fight back and uh kill the people that uh lived in the hills eventually, yeah, apparently it has a lot to do with uh class uh that's what one of the Wikipedia summaries I read said it has a lot to do with class. So, uh, you know, it's timely. I enjoyed it, uh, but a lot of, I felt that a lot of the tropes within it, like a lot of it's good stuff has been used a million times since the movie came out, so... It might not have aged that well, but on the flip side, a lot of the little parts of it that uh, are of its time make it that much more watchable and enjoyable. Um, yeah, so that that was The Hills Have Eyes. Um, I would suggest... I pretty much suggest... I'm going to suggest all of these because uh, they were fun. The next movie we watched was High Tension, which apparently... We had to watch a couple of French horror movies because, uh I don't know, they're classy. I mean, they're French. They do smoke a lot of cigarettes. I wouldn't suggest that. They make your clothes smell bad, and they kill you. Um But, hey, we're talking about horror anyways. Uh, we want people to get killed. That's what we're in it for. Uh, but, anyways, this is a French movie where these uh two girls are hanging out, and then they're going to go to one of the girls' family's house and go meet the family. And wouldn't you know it, they go there and a fucking serial killer shows up to the house. Don't you hate it when it happens? I know I do. Anyways, he's some guy with a shitty truck and a switchblade who, I guess, fucks skulls. We saw earlier, you know, I'm not being blue. I'm just reporting what I saw. So anyways, serial killer shows up, cuts dad's throat, and then puts it into a stair banister and, uh, knocks it off with the dresser and the mom gets killed. There was a mom. Sorry. I didn't fill you in on that. And, uh, the little brother gets killed too. He gets shot with a gun in a cornfield. Didn't work out too well with him. Anyways, it's it's a pretty decent movie. I enjoyed it. Uh the one one girl doesn't get in trouble with the serial killer. The other one does. Um anyways, what eventually happens there's a twist at the end. And spoiler alert for high tension, the French horror movie from fifteen years ago, I'll let you pause. Or Posse, you know? Shout out to the Posse's. Here we go. Spoiler in three, two, one. One of the girls is actually the serial killer. And it kind of ruined the movie for me. I mean, it was fine, but it was not earned, man. You throw those twists into a movie, you got to earn them. You know, M. Night, M. Night, more like Good Knight. By the way, this wasn't an M. Night movie. I'm just referencing him because he's the twist, dude. Him and Chubby Checker. Look at that, man. Sorry. I'm, uh, you know, Patrick's not around. I'm just using my own uh, co-host right there. It's called uh, Gorilla Glue. Here we go. So, let's see. We'll give both of those movies were three out of five stars. Um, I hate to break it to you. If you're looking for a discerning critic, I am not. I'm going to give almost every movie three stars because, you know, I don't want to be a dick. If If it was Yelp, though, four. You know, you're either a four or a five star. Same thing with Uber. If you're not five, I'm going to dox you, and you're going to be a four. But, like, people out there giving one-star reviews, come on. Number one, you probably found something you like there, and you're just throwing off the entire algorithm, you know? There's a lot of angry one-stars out there where if you sat them down, I bet you you could talk it up to a two or even a three, or depending on the format, I don't know if they allow this, a two and a half. Two and a half, good number. Anyways, our next movie we watched, a little film, they're all little films, a little film called Scanners. Now, this list of horror movies that me and uh, the missus are watching right now, we tried to make sure that they're either a, ones that we haven't seen, or two, ones that we haven't seen in a while, and uh, neither of us had seen Scanners. It showed up on a horror documentary that we were watching on, uh it was an 80s horror documentary we were watching on Shudder. Really good. Um So we threw it on there, a little Cronenberg, and uh gotta say... Outside of people's heads blowing up, bit of a snoozer. Fortunately, people's heads blowing up is pretty badass. And uh, this is a this is a two and a half stars. I'm sorry. I'll get a three and a half or higher to raise the average to three stars. But yeah, scanners, number one, I didn't see anybody at a grocery store doing any scanning where they get that title from? Huh? Nah, but uh, it was more sci-fi than horror. Like, I know a couple weeks ago, I was complaining about people gatekeeping what horror is, but this was definitely not horror. I wasn't scared. I didn't see anything that would be scary. But, uh, you know, having said that, if I was six years old, And I watched Scanners, I would immediately be 10. It would have scared the shit out of me. It would have aged me. And, uh, you know, got some good Michael Ironside, you know? And that's what a uh, knight has is iron at his side. Or no, sheriffs. Sheriffs have, like... Ironside, that is a badass name. Like, I can't believe it took us 300-plus episodes for me to finally, like, put my foot down. Hold on. Put my GD foot down and be like, yo, is there a more badass name than Michael Ironside? And now I think of it, yes, Mike Ironside. Ooh, ooh, man. And it's no wonder why he didn't uh, put his name as Mike Ironside with SAG. Nobody would show up to those movies. They'd all feel emasculated. You know? I don't know. So I guess this is what the podcast is now. I'm sorry. Here we go. I got two more movies to review. These are Ream Views. Ooh, Martyrs. Here we go. Another... French horror movie called Martyrs and uh they got a bloomhouse remake of it. Um that one was whatever, but Martyrs it was weird but boy it was also badass. Like so apparently these people are like torturing girls and stuff because if you torture them enough They get on, like, the plane of death, but then they can also, like, communicate back to people, but the movie takes a lot of drastic turns. Like, we're 45 minutes into the movie, and it did an abrupt right turn, but uh, there's a lot of layers. That movie, it's like Shrek, not Shrek the movie. But Shrek the Ogre. A lot of layers. You know? You know what else happens to a lot of layers? Tombs. Dungeons. There we go. There's another analogy. Forget about onions and Shreks. Tombs. They got layers. God damn. I need a co host, right? Like, are you listening to this? You're not. Like you had to have zoned me out. I've zoned me out. That's why I had I had some beers and uh some gorilla glue. And uh you know, I'm sorry. If you've made it through all three hundred or so episodes to this one and you listen to the next one, oh boy, you're you're fucking awesome you know i don't even i haven't done stand up comedy in 7 f- months this is a, this is all i have this and my madden franchise the london monarchs which i think they're really going to spread their wings in 2024 oh i got another got another movie to review we're supposed to do 15 minutes i'm going over on time Next movie I have to review. Are these even reviews? I'm sorry if they're not. If you're holding me to a standard, I'm not going to reach it. The next movie I'm reviewing is 2009's Friday the 13th. And, uh, you know, it's fine. I'm a Jason fan, you know? And it's fine. It's fine, but, uh, boy, when you do not have that cheesy 1980s aesthetic, like, it really loses a lot in your Jason movies. I need, you know, short shorts, high socks. Also, why was short shorts and high socks ever a fashion? Like, can you even find those 80s socks anymore you know with like the three bands on them you got a yellow and a green and a yellow and they go up to your knees i'd wear them i live in brooklyn though and you would think if those socks still existed you would see them and frankly i don't i don't see them i don't see them. Anyways. Those are my film reviews. This is my half of the Nostalgic Front Split EP. Um, let's see. Here we go. I'm going to do my plugs. Uh, you can find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Uh, I got some tweets. I got some Instagrams. Uh, I got some fantasy football rosters. You know, and I got some Xbox shit anywhere that they're stuff. I got a Snapchat. I only use it to steal the filters and then put them on my Instagram. I don't know how to Snapchat, but I, they have a better filter variety, you know, and sometimes I just get a little buzzed up and like, hey, here's six stories of me on six filters. Just uh, making a goof. I like goofing around. Oh, b- boy. Um. Yeah, so Corps, That's where you can find me Let's see uh, Stay safe everyone uh, I love you much Make sure you get ready to vote That's going to be important uh, What else are these other things Patrick touches on Send me toys I like toys Everybody send shit to Patrick I haven't seen him For seven fucking months He has a giant... He's got like 20 cookies. Like somebody sent us a bunch of cookies. He got his cookies. I don't have any cookies. Mark sent him tasty taco stuff from Des Moines and Star Wars toys. They're all at his house. You know, people are sending them fucking other toys. DM me. R E A M K O R E. I'll give you my fucking address. Send me the fucking toys. I like toys. Anyways, uh, be cool, uh, never die, and always remember, if you're not an mf you're- God damn it. Hold on. Don't remember that. When I said that is always remember, forget what I said there, and then just remember this part. Be cool, never die, and always remember, if you're not an nf you're an MF-er, so get the fuck out of here! Monster Mash.
0: Oh shit, we don't have a theme song.
1: Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I
0: don't know. Like, do do we have time to buy something?
1: No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick.
0: And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hell yes I am. Uh so basically you guys got it from the first top of the show. What a weird show, huh? Basically what happened was uh I ended up having to work late. Reem works early, so we didn't get a chance to record on uh this Wednesday night like we have been doing. Uh, throughout this process so we thought we'd do something different and he's been wanting to do something like this for a while and god he was so fucking funny I was originally just gonna interrupt his shit and then I was like well he's doing fine on his own he doesn't need that uh, so what I'm gonna do is this thing I I don't know if this is gonna work but basically I took uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven songs I love so 11 of my favorite songs and I, I I pulled clips from each song uh no rhyme or reason or order and then I have them hidden In this audio track. So, what's going to happen is I'm talking to you, the NFers, right now, and just all of a sudden a song is going to start. And uh, you're going to hear a clip of it, 40 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. And I'll talk about it. I'll I'll explain why I love that song, why it's there. And then it'll stop. And then after a little while, another one will start. Uh, I don't even know if this is fun, but wouldn't this, maybe this will be like a cool pilot for a show, you know, until it like, you know, gets stolen, uh, you know, or I get sued by fucking ass gap or whatever the fuck those people are. Uh, but basically, God, Reem was so funny at that thing. I was, when, cause he sent me the audio file and I listened to it and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I literally almost went through my DVDs. <laughs> I thought, you yeah, know, it'll be fun. Me being like, it looks like I got two copies of Billy Madison. Uh, but I think this will be fun. Uh, and I also hid the screen. So I don't, the recording's going, but I don't know when. Uh, these are gonna pop up, so it could be at any time. It might be fucking four minutes from now. I don't know. Um, I'm hopefully it'll only be around twenty minutes. I'm trying to keep it the same length that he did. Uh, but I think it's cool. I picked songs that I love. I don't know the order they're gonna pop up in. I randomized that. Uh, and it's just oh, here we go. First song. What? It, oh, this is Sean Mullins. Uh, Twin Rocks. Oh, too, listen to this drama. guy. Living out of my van my man, From town to town This is the lullaby guy Play Rock-a-bye
1: whatever I can
0: This album, Soul's Core From 1998 So, one of my all-time so favorites I don't
1: reckon I'll be making it big You know, it's hard to get rich Off a of tour of coffeehouse gigs He said, yeah, but ain't it a blessing To do what you wanna do That,
0: that fucking line Set up, room my whole life I, him, yeah, I don't reckon him, I'll, I'll be making you it you big but it's hard to get rich, uh, rich off a tour of coffee ha- house gigs. And this guy ocean. goes, "Yeah, but ain't it a blessing to do what you can do?" That's why I'm where I am. I mean, you know, the exactly. That's the why I am. I have nothing in the middle of a fucking uh, pandemic because all I wanted to do is go out and tell jokes and uh, make a living doing what I want to do. Uh, and I had a good run, you know, seven years. I got booked today to do a show in a park near my house, so that's exciting. I'm going to do that in three weeks. Uh, I feel like it's 2011 again. I feel like I'm getting booked to do one show a month uh, and I'm like ecstatic. You know, I'm so excited. Uh, But yeah, it's just so weird. Um, uh, Today I I had to go back to work. I had five days off, uh, not counting the weekend, so seven counting the weekend. And uh, Stacy and I, my wife, we drove to Montauk, which was beautiful and I loved it out there. Um, And then we just kind of sat around and I played a lot of Tony Hawk and. Hung out with the cat and the dog And it was really nice But going back to my my day job uh, It's just fine You know, you miss work And it's just Everything's caught up I I had to actually go into the office It was very, very stressful uh, Doing a lot Uh Uh-oh What do we got? Oh yeah, baby Thursday Gets cold Broken. I don't know where it's at I don't know the lyrics anyway That's my whole fucking life, you know Thinking I know the lyrics God, Understanding in a Car Crash, this is such a good song. When I was in band, my band, first band, Summer Too Late, or my second, whatever you want to call it, my my first band that did anything, did a lot of shows, we played this club in Council Bluffs, Iowa, called Rebels, and it was like a Christian juice bar. And this was like the house music that would pump everybody up. And so you'd hear this, and it stops and stops and stops and stops again! And it's so fucking good and so punk, and then fucking we'd go up and try to like we just bomb as musicians you know 16 year old kids don't know p- barely how to play our instruments uh but it is the band that when i when our band was at the Warp tour we uh i saw them and i i swear and this is one of those things that i'm sure my brain is made up as time's gone on but at the time i swear i saw the lead singer of the band jeff whatever uh wearing a pita shirt eating a cheeseburger and i don't know if that's true after you know 20 years of misremembering this was in 04. Uh, but I swear to, I mean, it was so, they're, they're fucking such a good band and literally, and also I only like that album. I only really listened to that album, which is super weird. Uh, I was just talking to some friends who loved the, their, their second album. I think it's called war all the time. Um, and they have an album where they, they have a song with, uh, Tim Casher from cursive. And I think that's fucking cool, but I never dug too deep. And then Martin Kelly had something to do with them. That fucking guy. Uh, I don't know That it, it was Victory Records Which I loved A lot of that Victory Records stuff Back then They got an album Came out in 01 uh, Right around the tower Time the towers You know uh, Came down And uh, But god I fucking Thursday really opened up A whole new world for me I got it like I got a baseball tee That I still wear From time to time That's Thursday Uh, And it was That's what I wanted My band to be That's what I wanted Summer Too Late to be We tried to scream We tried to really play music Like that And it fucking It just fucking wrote, oh. oh hell yeah greater omaha speaking of restaurants per capita this is greater omaha by Despercitos. uh when i was at that warp tour i asked like there was a guy handing out to these and i said do you have any omaha bands on there and he's like yeah Despercito. i'd never even heard of them yet this is uh connor obers from bright eyes bright eyes had had like two albums out at this point this came out in 02 and this was like his punk band Listen to that. It will never get enough. They'll be feeding us. They'll be feeding all of us. It just, it fucking rules. Desperately, uh, this album, Read English, Speak Spanish. They've only got two albums out. They put one out in 02, and they put one out like three years ago. They both kick ass. Uh, go listen to that one. That song, Greater Omaha, is literally all about like, Omaha just expanding, you know. Like my grandma, I, like so. If you don't know, I grew up in Iowa in a small town in southwest Iowa. We're right over the river from Omaha. My parents worked in Omaha when I was a kid. We, we, you go to the Omaha every weekend. All your news is from Omaha. And my grandma used to tell stories about when she was a kid. Like Omaha ended at like 30th Street, and like, on, and I remember she was saying like on a clear day you could see Boys Town, you know. And now like Omaha goes to like 280, maybe even more than that, you know. And it just it's sprawl. And it's like every other fucking town. It's like Dallas. You know, it's like all these towns. It's, everything's strip malls and cookie cutters. And that song has a line later on that's uh, I've been driving now for 100 blocks, uh, 50 come and goes 50 parking lots. And it's like, that's what it was. I lived in Omaha in 07. And I, it was one of those things as a little kid, all I ever wanted to do was live in Omaha. And then I fucking did it. And buddy, I did not like it at all, you know. Uh, I got out. I went back to, uh, you know, back over that goddamn bridge. I came back to... uh uh Iowa and went back to college at Iowa State and of course you know that was we got Murphy at that time uh Stacy and I were dating you know that was 0708 and uh it was crazy oh here we go more omaha baby rusted this is the good life oh this line right here listen to this
1: we moved into a studio in Council Bluffs to save a
0: couple bucks we moved into a studio in Council Bluffs to save a couple bucks Council Bluffs, Iowa, is the town right over the border from uh, uh, Omaha. And it's this, the next big town over from my town. It's like 15 minutes from my hometown, Glenwood. And we lived there. Me and uh, my buddy Nick, who's a real NF, uh, Joey, Bag of Donuts, we all lived in, a, in an apartment in Council Bluffs. And this album was what I was listening to constantly at that time. 2004, 2003, 2004, 2005. This album came out in 04. It's uh, called Album of the Year. This song is called Album of the Year because uh, of this line right here. And that's Tim Cashier from Cursive, uh, who I mentioned earlier is on that Thursday album. Uh, and if you don't know, like Saddle Creek Records uh, put out uh, all the Bright Eye stuff at the beginning, of uh Cursive, uh, Commander Venus, all that stuff. I think I've talked about them on the show before. I feel like I've had to. This is the kind of shit Reem hates, because Reem doesn't know any of this music. But then also, I can, Ream, nobody knows about Sean Mullins, except for me. And Shalé was Sharp, weirdly, knows about Sean Mullins. Friend of the show, great comedian. Wonder, oh, one of the best. She's got three albums out. Go get him. Uh, she like went to the same high school he did or something like that. Obviously, he's he. I think he graduated way ahead of her, but so fucking cool, you know. Uh, and that's like Omaha. Like I met Tim Casher in line at a, a Bright Eyes concert, and I said something to him, and I was just like, "Hey, man, aren't you Tim Casher?" And he's like, "Yeah." And we were talking, and I and I, one time my buddy Christian at a at a Good Life concert yelled out, "If you play a cursive song, is that a cover?" And he said, "Who the fuck said that?" the fuck said whoever said that kick him out and my buddy christian was like uh and so at this Friday's concert years later i asked him about it hold on i'll finish that in a minute this is bell and sebastian baby Ooh, ooh. One of my top top three favorite songs of all time it's called the boy with the arab strap it's by the bell and sebastian band from scotland on the album the boy with the arab strap uh jeepster records 1998 i didn't hear about this song until fucking i mean when did high fidelity come out uh, because there's a line in that where they're playing a song and they're like is this the new Bell and Sebastian and they're like yep and I like that's how I heard of them and I not this song but that's how I found out of them and then when I went to Scotland with all my friends uh, my freshman year of college we all went to Glasgow and I traded burn CDs I had all the Saddle Creek shit and I traded them with this Scottish dude named Ben and then I got all of the fucking uh, uh, Bell and Sebastian a Katie Tunstall album uh, fucking uh, Ma, not Mogwai, but some band that sounds like that. I don't remember, but God, that's a good song, fucking good song. Uh, we all know you're tough because we've all seen you dancing. We all know you're soft because we've all seen you drinking from noon until noon again. Actually, I think flip that, but that's the line. Um, but anyway, so at this, I see Tim Casher years after my buddy Christian yelled that at him, and I go, I, I was like, hey man, one time you were at a at a Good Life show, my buddy said, uh, play Curse of Cover. And you got pissed on stage to kick him out. I was like, well, "Did that really piss you off?" And he's like, "No." But if you tell your, see your friend, tell him, tell him it did. <laughs> and so I told Christian that, and I have no idea where that goes in time. I don't know if I ever relayed that to him. If not, maybe he heard it right now. He's got a great podcast called The Boomstick. Uh, we push out on the show. He's one of my best friends. One of the, my just the funniest people on earth. Shreds on guitar, by the way. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, but yeah, Christian, uh, great dude, and that was really funny. And then later that night. At a there's a band from Omaha called Ladyfinger in E because there was another band called Ladyfinger somewhere else and later that night I was in line to go see them have our album release and Tim Casher recognized me from the other show and just walked up and was like hey and then him and his girlfriend got in line by me and I have never spoke to him since and he would have no idea that any of that happened I can imagine uh oh yeah baby Craig Finn top, top two favorite songs Stevie Nicks by The Hold Steady from Separation Sunday, 2005. <sighs> First song I ever actually heard by them. He are you all passionate and you think, think that, that you're sexy? sexy. All, all the punks think that you're dumb?
1: dumb. The guys around the get a what a...
0: Just what a great song.
1: The the
0: They've got no body in a garbage show. dump. That song has got, it's like six minutes I mean, that's a clip. That's a fucking 40-second clip. There's so much in that song. So many great lines. Um, and that's, of course, the song. I know I've told it on the podcast, but I fucking see Dashboard Confessional, <laughs> Halloween 06, and in the middle of some fucking song I've never heard, Chris Kroba from Dres- Dashboard Confessional starts saying those lyrics. He says, you remind me of Rod Stewart when I was young, with your passion, and you think that you're sexy, and all the punk you are doing. And I'm in the audience, and I'm like, this song kicks ass. And this was 06, so I didn't have a good phone yet. I literally wrote down the lines. You remind me of Rod Stewart when I was young, with your passion, and you think that you're sexy, so that I could go back and Google it and figure out what song, what Dashboard conventional song is. I get, I get back. Uh, I have to work an overnight that night, so I go to the concert in Des Moines at the Villar Ballroom, and then I go back to Ames to work overnights at the gas station and uh, I get there and I log in the computer I Google it and they say this is not the Dashboard Conventional this is a band called The Hold Steady and I'm like that's crazy and then I'm not even kidding this is just how the universe works sometimes that night six, or morning 6am I'm driving home from work it's a 5 minute drive from the gas station to my apartment I turn on the radio campus radio fucking that song comes on Stevie Nicks The Hold Steady I hear that line and I've been obsessed ever since uh, their biggest album came out like a couple weeks later what do we got ooh Rival Kylie Ginny Lewis Been in love with her Since uh, fucking The Wizard he just lived with This is my favorite song By the theirs It's so hard to explain it, Why I love it I don't even I mean for a podcast I guess I got it. But this lines Listen to this A woman calls my house Once a week She's always selling things
1: Some charity A phone plan A subscription To a magazine
0: Some charity A phone plan A subscription To a magazine and I it down, I always do there something trembling in her voice. She turns her down, she always hears a trembling in her voice. I said, Hey, what troubles you? She said, I'm surprised you noticed. Oh, I get goosebumps. I'm drinking a little crow, I got goosebumps. Well, when she says, What's troubling you? the voice she goes, I'm surprised you notice. And when she says that, when Jenny Lewis sings that line, in the background, if you back it up, you'll hear it. In the background, you hear the, on the you hear like a receiver. Some, they've done a recording in the studio of somebody on a phone saying, "I'm surprised you noticed." And it's just such a good song. It's called. If you didn't catch it, "A Man, Me, Then Jim." It's on More Adventurous, which is one of my favorite uh, Rylo Kelly. I love every song Rylo has ever put out. Um, but that's More Adventurous. It's on Brute Butte Records, which was a great little label. They did, worked with all the Saddle Creek guys. I think that was actually recorded by Mike Mogus from. Uh, Brian, Eyes don't quote me on that, but I think, if not, the next, or the previous Rilo Kylie one was, um, but it was just, I mean, just such a good, and that, like, these albums, uh, <laughs> Rilo Kylie, Good Life, Desperse, that's my 04 to 07, and then The Hold Steady is, like, uh, 2007, 2008, 2009, that's when I started getting into all that shit, um, and it was, you know, because I've always had such a connection with music, and I think we all do, I'm not trying to fucking... Sound like I'm something Because I listen to music Because I listen to bad music You know Oh This isn't bad music uh, The weaker thins baby One of My top five favorite songs Right here Love with love And lousy poetry Love it Called Aside Such a good song I, I, The weaker than If you don't listen to them You have to They're so fucking good Every They got five albums that they're out Maybe they got four So brilliant Just a brilliant band Ugh. God It's just that, like, if you're noticing from this stuff, I'm lyrics. I'm all about lyrics. When I was in bands, all my songs were GCD, GCA minor, because all I care about is the lyrics. And so all of these bands, it's one thing you can represent from them all, is how fucking much... It is a poetry of sorts. It's all like that. It's all poetry. And the writing there, um, and weirdly, I found the things because of the fucking Wedding crasher soundtrack, the... The weird Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie just had an awesome soundtrack. Block parties on there. Uh and, and I just got in. And now John K. Sampson, man, he's he puts out solo albums. He's he's the guy from the Weaker Thins. He used to be in Propagandi, which is super funny. Remember when Pro- Propagandi was like had that like singer? That was John K. Sampson. He did the Weaker Thins from like ninety eight until like two thousand six or something. And now he does solo albums. Uh and he's got a song out right now. That is called Fantasy Baseball at the End of the World, I think. Look it up. Look up John K. Sampson, Fantasy Baseball. It's a brilliant song. And if you hate Trump, you'll love it. Oh, speaking of poetry, dude. This is Frontier Ruckus. the city's light returns with its kills. And it fills my eyes with its And I felt very bad, you such a good song Great music video too uh, This is a Frontier is Upper Room Is the name of the song It's on Dead Malls and Nightfalls Their album that came out in 2010 Ramshear Records Rasmir I don't know how to say it He, and Matthew Miller The lead singer Is just I mean I have such a relationship with it Where it's weird Because So I love this band uh, My wife loves this band My best friend Nick loves this band His girlfriend Our wife now <laughs> That's how crazy the world is Loves his band. We used to go see him all the time. Gideon went and saw him with me once or twice, and then one time I had him on my first podcast when I first started doing comedy, and I hung out with them. And I just, I feel like I was so awkward. I I just feel so corny. And and even if I wasn't, I think back on that so corny. Like I was like, oh, why, how do you write your songs? You know, it's, and and now doing some sort of performance for a decade later. I think back on a worse. I know it's not as bad. And when I do see them now, they're he, I, like, they're great. And we still interact on the internet and stuff like that. But it's just, I wouldn't do, st- I've told that story in the show before. I wouldn't be doing stand-up If it wasn't for that band specifically, Frontier Ruckus. So um, definitely check them out if you haven't. Um, I love them. Uh, and Matthew Miller, the lead singer has a great album that came out last year. I, I did it on my 2019 list or my 2018 list. I don't remember. By the way, we have to do one of those fucking 2020 lists for this year. Can you imagine that? Fun size about the year 2020 It's going to be a nightmare Luckily a lot of music came out And we fucking listened to it all You know Because uh, there was time That was also something I didn't want to put any 2020 albums on here Because I didn't want to burn anything for that um, Listen to how my voice is getting God This is like when I do an hour on stage It's like Okay Okay I have no sense of uh, pacing right now I don't know how What's this Ooh The men singers baby Sound when we wake up This line right here gets me so much. Thanks. Just that line about hardcore from laptop speakers, the classics to the more obscure, from minor threat to your old roommate's band, that just feels so much like college to me. When you're hanging out with your friends... And a song play it's like fucking Led Zeppelin plays, and then that band you saw three times in Omaha plays. And I just this song after the party, off the album after the party, listen to this shit. Everybody wants to be famous. But you just wanna dance in the basement. God damn. God damn, what Minzingers, every song they put out is great. That I don't know why I connect to that one so much. I just think it's a brilliant, wonderful song that I don't think I've played on the show before. Maybe I have, but god damn. And I think that's it, guys. I think we did it. I think I got, I'm around the 20-minute mark because that's all the songs I put out there. Um, this was kind of fun. I don't know. I don't know if it's listenable. Who would know that? You guys will write in. By the way, oh, you guys... Do such a good, do- you guys do such a good job of sharing the podcast. We need to keep that going. Uh, you know, it, it's been it's been such a fun ride, and we've been going through all this stuff. Uh, but it's getting to the point where doing this podcast is saving Reem in my life. I was so sad that I wasn't going to be able to talk to him today and hang out and do this show because you know that that's my that's my catch up. That's my week. That's what I got. You do stand up once a month at that. Reem hasn't done stand up a lot. I've done stand up twice in seven months. That's not good. Um, so this connection with you guys is so important and so great. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it was very fun. Um, uh, I think Rim plugged it uh, at the end of his little segment. Uh, but uh, tell your friends. Uh, uh, if you if you are in this position, if you like the show, I know we've got these endeavors that hide out there. And we're fine with that. But if you can get on that Patreon, it really means a lot. Because we, we do have to pay for stuff to make this thing happen. And uh, I know that we're not as good at getting the patreon content out but we're we do two a week and we're trying and we love you and so um if you can just throw us two bucks a month that would be amazing uh also if you want to send us stuff uh we just got some great toys from mark that was really cool mark monday's guest uh so that's awesome i just today oh i don't burn it i'll talk about it on uh, uh monday's episode uh, but i got a cool thing today uh but anyways that's it that's the show i hope this will this probably coming around 45 so that's not bad um uh, get on the Patreon. Uh, if you want, I got those coffee mugs. They're 10 bucks off of the, the Lincoln thing, the cool shirts. Okay, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, tell your friends, uh, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an effort, you're an M, you're an NFer. You're here. You're an NFer. That's, fuck it. You are one. And we love you for it. All of you. Uh, the ones we know, the ones we don't know. Uh, from a, from Kazi to incognito. Ooh, I'm going to write that down from Kazi's to incognito. We love you. Uh, so yeah, be cool. Never die. Live forever. Uh, please be safe. Wash your hands, wear your masks, uh, and, uh, fuck the goddamn president, uh, Trumpy sucks shit. Uh, I love you. Bye.
1: It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.